2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com, we've done your homework.
3: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. And I'm your host, Dawn Day, here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for a purpose. If you're returning, welcome back. Thank you, I love you, I appreciate you. And if this is your first time, welcome. Um, Welcome on the journey of my dreams. Welcome and thank you for choosing to live your best life. Now, let me tell you this right now. Vitamin D is a pun off my name, right? So you get vitamin D from the sun, so I'm here to shed light into your life. But let's be clear. When we talk about vitamin D and shedding the light, that means on the good and the bad. Because if you wanna be better and you wanna do better, you got to be able to see better. And we do that with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. So this is all about unraveling and um, it takes times that we're just thinking and we're just being and we're just feeling and we're coming in and perfectly perfect. So no, you don't have to be ready. No, you don't have to always be optimistic. I just want you to show up as you. Show up as you and getting ready to see you. And uh, we're going to be seeing an an individual today. uh, The world has seen. Uh, She's a legend. Um, She is the first female NBA referee. Her name is Violet Palmer. I had an episode on her before, but I was like, since we didn't change it up a little bit and we in the studio, I need to bring her and do it right in the studio. And we're going to delve a little deeper because we all know the story about her being the first female NBA referee, but I'm interested in knowing a little bit more about the woman behind the whistle. So we're going to blow the whistle on this episode. So without further ado, it's time for your dose of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about
4: Well, what's going on, Miss Donde? What's going on, Miss Palmer, Mrs. Palmer? How you doing? You know what? I'm fabulous and uh, very, very happy to be here with you, just I'm... to shed a little light on this beautiful day. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, thank you
3: for coming again. Thank you for believing in my dreams. Because when I had you on the first time, it was when the was the did the pandemic just started? We were in the midst of it. It was close.
4: Real close. It probably had been going on maybe several months or something like that. But yes, we had to do the whole Zoom thing from my from my house and you were, I don't even know where you were. I was at home, but you were at <laughs> home too. But we in the
3: studio now. I love it. What you say? God is good. All the time. <laughs> Every day. Hey, listen, we, <laughs> <laughs> we got a conversation. I love your shirt, Black
4: and Proud. I love that. Thank you. What's Thank the inspiration? You. Tell me. Well, of course, you know, I'm a... Uh, uh, Always going to support who I am. And I thought, of course, I love the colors. And again, it said black and proud. And that's exactly what I am. And, you know, I, you know how you see something and it's something just inspirational. And it kind of shares a little bit of who you are. Yes. And, and that was my one reason for buying the shirt.
3: <laughs> Isn't it amazing? I think if we lived a life where we were just stepping and walking in who we are, the abundance that comes because like... There's only one fingerprint, one footprint that assigned to us. And it's like, yo, it's an open lane
4: for you. So true. But, you know, and I'm finding and I and even for myself, I think as far as like being able to wear this shirt or this T-shirt, I think it just comes from within. And I think for some of us, we don't, we're not sure or we were hesitant or we're not comfortable with just being who we are. And I think for me, um, throughout my entire life and my entire career, I've gotten more comfortable. And of course, for me being a lesbian woman and, you know, and I'm, and I I can admit that that was a struggle for me at, at a point in time, but you know what? It's not anymore. And wow. it's, I feel good and, and want to share and don't have, a, you know, don't have a problem talking about it, don't have a problem wearing it, don't have a problem letting anybody know because this is me. And hey. I tell people all the time, I go, for the people who don't like me, you don't even know me and you didn't. For the people who feel the same way and love me, those are the people who I want to be around yes. and those are the people that support me and those are the people that I love back.
3: What Lauren Hill said best. she said, how you gonna win when you ain't right with them?
4: You have to be. Come because on. that's you know, being successful, having people in your life, being supportive, all those things, it's a it's a full circle. And it can't the glass can't be half full. Hey. Because something's gonna be missing. And I think in looking at life and looking at looking at you, looking at myself the reason why we're smiling and we're successful and we're happy and we're loving and we have love in our lives is because we're being who we really are meant to be. And, and I think that's, that's a major struggle for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, for whatever the hesitations may be, we don't know what they are and everybody's different. But I know that, you know, when I made that decision to necessarily come out and it was probably one of the biggest momentous moments of my life because I had been with my my wife, which was just my hey, Tanya. See there <laughs> um, was my partner at the time, but we had been together 20 years. Wait, what I didn't wait 20, what? we had been together 26 now, but when I literally came out as far as work and the world, I was getting married. And this is a true story. This is a good one. You're gonna love it. Uh-huh. Tanya Williams which was our officiate. And she, uh, we were having a dress rehearsal at my house for our wedding. And she and she said, you know what, Violet? She said, you can't keep this a secret. And I'm like, well, it's, you know, this is what Tanya and I want to do. We're sharing it with our friends and family. And, you know, she says, but she said, you are an inspiration hey. for your community. She said, you cannot have this moment. You have been with your partner for 20 years. She said, do you not know how many women you can help by giving your story, sharing it? So sure enough, I called the NBA and uh, spoke with PR to let them know, because at that point I was still employed, you know, that was my employer. So I'm like, hey, I'm getting married, you know, I'm having uh you know, a big ceremony, and it may be some publicity. I don't know. How about they embraced it? Wow. I end up doing interviews, and here it, it, it actually just went bigger than what it went viral, um, which was kind of fun. But I really was so appreciative of her because she just spoke up as someone who cared about me and Tanya, and said, "You can't let this moment Come go on. without sharing." And I went, "You know what? You're right." One of the best decisions I have ever made in my life. Not only not to get married, but to necessarily come out at that point in time. And for me, you know, Don, it wasn't one of those where I was afraid to do it. I was just, I was working, I'm good, I have my family, I'm just doing what I do. And when the whole marriage thing came about, you know what? Knock on wood, it was time. It was time to let the world know. And sure enough, beautiful wow yeah
3: you have said a couple things because it's like like it sounds so simple because all you have to do is show up
4: as yourself true very <laughs> you, true but it wasn't simple but not, you're right you right. understand that it wasn't simple right but it's like we, how we it put really these was.
3: things in the way and we sit in a moment of waiting for us someone to tell us how to walk how to talk, how to exist and to be when the secret is, is just to be. And, you know, it was interesting because you said you had to call the NBA to let them know that this ceremony was going on.
4: Well, not necessarily the ceremony. It's just that once I, of course, publicly came out, now I had um, different magazines calling me, wanting to talk to me, wanting to do an interview. And at that point in time, when I was employed with the NBA, you had to actually get their permission because of me being an employer. And they see they pretty About much. Your own, oh, yeah. My? They own kind of your rights. When you in my position as a referee, I had to actually get per- permission to do any interview. If I was still working with them, I would have had to get permission to come talk to you because that's just the way the um, the agreement is is written up. So obviously, when I came out. No hesitation. Literally approved it, did my interviews, no 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 hassle. You know, for me, they never really not approved any interview that I wanted to do. Never, which was a positive because it says a lot about you. Well, you know what? Because Queen how about, V, how about in case you need a reminder. Thank you. Let, oh. let the people know. Hello. Because Queen V opened it up and guys even said to me now, that's on staff. They go, Wow, Violet, you know what? Once they allow you to do it. They allowed the rest of us to do it too. Oh, you so see, there it just can how about I'm like, you know what? I need to share that with you. So you just out here popping, just doing just a little something, just, just really just being out myself.
3: Here. Like just, just divinely you, just out here glowing. And it's just so interesting. And that's what this podcast is all about. You know, it's the shedding the light, but realizing that the light that you're shedding is just taking off the layers of your light within. It's within you. And yourself. then wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Call up. Then you step into it, right? Correct. And you just allow people to see you and then you shine. And just like you said, you gave other people the permission to shine.
4: You know what? I'll, I'll take it. How about if, <sighs> if something in which, I think for, for a lot of us, and, and it's really, I say this to kids all the time. I go, you really, you don't know what's out there for you. You don't know. You, you just have to have some faith and want to step out on it, but be hey. all I can be is me hey. and the, the the people that are around me and the success that I had and the love that I have in my life. All I can do is share that. And I think that's something that when, when I look at you and us having, I remember us sitting at um, a restaurant on the bar stools with some friends and you were telling me what you were trying to do. Really? And here you are. Hey. You said Make it, you it happen." dream it, you can do it, right? There you go. You dream it, you can be it. Living baby. my dreams wide awake, right? I love it. I like the wide awake part. I, I may have to steal that one from I'm going to have to give that to Tiffany Beasley. She
3: came with that. Live your dreams wide awake because I think oftentimes we think of dreams with sleep. And when you're asleep, you're dormant. Absolutely. And we are beings that are meant to live out fully. Truly. So, happy Pride Month. Uh, thank Hello? you. Hello. <laughs> so... Wasn't an issue of you coming out like, so it was publicly out there. So nobody in the NBA knew?
4: No. Uh, well, put it like this. I had my core group because it was 60 of us at the time, 60 guys and plus myself that worked in the, that were in the NBA. It's a, it's a small number. It's a, it's 60 out of all the elite. teams across the country. Oh, in the entire world. In the world? In the world. That's it. Yo, no, pause it. It. It's, no. this is
3: a bet. Ba- Do you understand who's right here? <laughs> Catch it. Catch it. Because I want to delve into deeper of talking about what it means to really be the first. But sorry, I just got excited. Go ahead, so sixty of
4: y'all are out here. Yes. So I had a group, you know, I have my ten I call them my boys. And these Mm -hmm. are boys that I that I was in training with. And to this day, those are some of my best friends. So they knew, yes. My core group of guys that I had established a really, really good relationship were friends, they knew. But I hadn't publicly come out to, like, the world and everyone. Mm. So, of course, in layman's terms, I was still kind of in the closet.
3: But... Family well, knew, clearly.
4: My family knew, you know. They were... Everybody was fine. But I just had not came out with work. Because I guess at the time, I really didn't have to. I didn't feel like I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. But you know what? Timing is everything. Hey, catch Because when I decided to get married, um, I had already been in the league more than 10 years and I had made it to the playoffs. I had established myself. So I knew that. You know, what? and I say this to to young women who are struggling struggling as far as work-wise or whether they want to come out or whether they don't. I said, look, I said, you know what? Here's what I found. Hmm. I found that the person that you are, people are going to love you. For the ones who are going to have something negative to say, they don't even know you and they don't even matter. So just be yourself. And when the time is right in your heart, you can do it and mm-hmm. i think that's what really happened with me i was so excited i was getting married i had the i have the love of my life this was our 20 year anniversary and we had made a pact that if we could make it to 20 years and of course prop 8 had just passed the timing was impeccable wow. so of course got married fast forward we've been you know we've been together 26 years and you know, life they are fly. Listen, <laughs> hey, you better know. I am truly blessed. I am truly blessed. I have an amazing wife, and she's doing her thing, and we're you know just extremely supportive of each other. And you know, that's probably the one of the most magnificent parts of my life. That people who wow. know me, they go, you know what? You two are just beautiful. Mm and you know I can attest us exactly. I'm just like oh my
3: gosh how you just fly fabulous to just everything well, you know some of us are just blessed <laughs> uh, and I'll take yes. <laughs> it I'll take it did you see that video that went viral on Instagram with that little boy
4: which one? There's been so many, right?
3: The little boy in which his brother was slapping him and beating him up, and they said talking about some, you can't be gay and not be gay, and his sister was filming it.
4: No, I have not seen that one. It's, <gasps> it's, a th-
3: it's interesting because it's like the, the times that we're in right now. You know, with Proposition Eight and just mm-hmm. just Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody. You know, one would think that you're stepping into self, and and now you know, you know, boastfully you know, carrying your pride, but then you realize about how many people are still, quote unquote, in the closet or just being ridiculed. And you think about how precious a child is. So this young boy, they actually, he, he, first of all, they pushed his hairline all the way back. And on the side of his head, they put gay. Um, and he said, why do you think they got this? And they're slapping it upside his head, Right and he said because the way you're acting the way you act and I could be misconstruing it you can check it out on social media Okay. and it's like because of the way you act because of the way you act and then there was another video that posted up where the young man was on the live video and on the live video he's up there saying oh you know everybody needs to relax and chill you know that's my siblings they just didn't want me to do that way it's not like they're abusing me or hate you know doing whatever but it's just that when you think about the psychological part of it not only are you talking about the sexuality but you're putting them on blast you're Slapping them in the face. You're defaming something. And it's like one of those things that I guess it all to me is like with self-love because when you love something and you appreciate it, you want
4: to share it with the world. Absolutely. And it is so valuable and important to have the people that love you and your family to support. That is huge. Mm-hmm. And I can I can attest to being, you know, that woman sitting in front of her mother and i never forget, it was like my mother's sitting like I'm sitting across from you. We were at the kitchen table at my mom at my mom's house, the house I grew up in, right to this day. And I said, Mom, I gotta tell you something. Well, and how I, old are you at the time? At, oh no, I was an adult. Let's see, I I got married twenty fourteen. So I literally talked to my mother, it was twenty fourteen, early okay. twenty fourteen, when I was when we were planning our wedding and I and I said, Mom, I I have to tell you this because I just wanna you know, I know you know, but Tanya and I, we've talked to our, our girls and we're going to get married. And I, I started it with, I said, you know, you know, Prop 8, Mom, right? You know, because my mom's old school. My mother would be 90 in hey, next month. Amen, bless. Okay, we're going to have a huge, big old celebration for her. So I went, I was wanting to make sure that she understood what I was saying. So I said, you know about Prop 8? She said, yeah, I know about Prop 8, Vi. I said, okay, well, Tanya and I, we've decided we're going to get married. And she says, and I'm and I'm waiting for some negativity here, because I'm talking to an old school Baptist woman now. Hey. Okay, so you know. So I'm waiting and she says, Oh my God. She says, um, can my best friend come? Oh, my I, God. I literally done um, Oh my. I started crying. Cause she was so excited. And I said, Well, mom, I was just making sure that you, you know, that you were okay about coming. And she said, Coming? She said, of course I'll be there. And I mean, never, I mean, just went forward. Beautiful ceremony. And I told my mother, I said, mom, you have no idea your excitement, what you just did for me. Mm-hmm. She said, you know what, Vi? She said, how about this? She And this was interesting. She said, you and Tanya have raised three beautiful young women. She said, one thing I can tell you, and I've learned this from you: love is love. Hey, and this is a woman. When when my father passed away, my mother and father had been together 65 years. So my mother she knows, knows what love looks like. Bingo, and that's what she told me. And I was good. I said, "Wow, you know, when when see again." And we just had this story about this young boy and his family. That is so, you know, kids are in the street right now, homeless because. They came out, and their and and their family disowned them, or their fa- or their parents kicked them out, or whatever the case may be. And that's like no, you. That's the embracement that you need. You need that love, and you need that support from your family because that's the backbone. And I think for me, yes, would I have had a beautiful ceremony? Would I have gone through with everything? If my mother wasn't there, of course I would have. Yeah. But there still would have been an emptiness. Yes. In my heart. And to see my mother walk down that aisle, come in there smiling, uh, it, it was everything for me. And my entire family, my brother walked me down the aisle. I mean, it was in- inimaginable for me. Tanya's brother walked her down the aisle. Oh my so it, gosh! When I tell you wonderful, you know, just just being able to have this conversation, which is so cool because it's not like I've shared a lot of this with, a lot, you know, just everybody, but it's funny how things just happen, and you ask the questions, and I'm like, yes, we can go there
3: <laughs> because it's like we can you could never get enough love, I don't feel, no, like and and it's interesting, um, and I guess that's the next thing I want to talk about being able to find love, you had to be able to recognize it. so what you know, coming up, I'm sure you may have known, but when did you accept it or embrace it? And because I can only imagine, like, you said your mom is 90 and her generation. What was that like growing up in L.A.?
4: You know A what? black woman in a Protestant household. Absolutely. What? But how about this? How? You know, what I learned is, is that I thought I had this big secret. I literally <laughs> did. I thought. No, because we all do. Right. I mean, you know. So, found out later after I got with Tanya, you know, and this was later my older sister, uh... One day came and said to me, she said, Girl, uh, you ain't in no closet. Everybody knows. <laughs> she wait, said, wait. You said, You need to stop. She said, we, she said Girl, I've been knowing, did, you know, you were gay since you were uh, in middle school or high school. Something. She said something so long ago, and I looked at her. She said, Ain't nobody caring. She said, You're my sister, and you're the bomb. She's like, So none of us care. So, of course, you can do what you want, and you can say it or not say it. But we all knew. Right. And that happens. And I'm sure in so many households with young women, young men who want to come out. And, you know, and I say I say to kids all the time, I go, trust me, your mother, know.
3: And it's interesting that you said it like you grew up in her, her womb. like Absolutely. She, you And I always do the reverse. Like I know when my mother was still around and alive, I knew her the way her keys would jingle. See? The breath, and it's just like, how could Everything. you? Everything. Why are we acting oblivious to this whole? You know, I shouldn't say whole, but to this moment when you, I'm your child.
4: Right, but you do have to kind of go through it, and I think every every person is different, and there is no judgment. There is no judgment on how soon you do it, how soon you don't, how you do, how it? you do it. None, because those are decisions that every single individual has to make for themselves and you do what's right for you. And I did what was right for me, you know? And, you know, thank God that it was wonderful and it was fine and my career has been great because, you know, you have to realize too, for me, you know, at the time, I was just getting my career off. I wasn't sure. And so I just didn't, I didn't do anything. It's not like I I said I. I was trying to hide it because I really wasn't, but... You know, you don't know, and and my career was important, and I was establishing myself, and you know all that. So of course, once I had did all that, I went the hell with it. Hey, <laughs> so you live a little longer, you realize when you got issues, you're the only one dealing with
3: it. When you got bills to pay, you're the only one dealing with it. Why am I allowing you to come into my life
4: and dictate how I live it? Bingo. And you don't. We don't have to do that. And see, that's something. And I say this to. To any young boy or girl who is struggling, I go, look, your story is probably a lot different than mine, but here is mine. And I guarantee you the same way I feel, you're feeling it right now. And it's okay. And you make your decisions based on your life. And when you want to do it, I said, but I tell you one thing, once you do it, it is probably one of the most, you, you just feel free. Hey, You feel like, you know what? People really know me, you know? And I, and I remember, and I tell this story to, to young kids. I remember, you know, when I was in the NBA, we used to, we, when we would uh, get together for our meetings and I would be with my guys and then we would go to lunch after. And so, of course, we'd be sitting across the table having lunch and guys would be like, well, oh, how's your wife? Or, you know, uh, how are your kids? And I'm silent. I say nothing. I came out. Now we have, you know, we have our lunches or we have our meetings. And the first thing the guys go, What's up, V? Hey, Queenie, how's T doing? You know, how the girls? I went, Thank you. Thank you. At least now I feel like I'm normal too because we really are. Right. It's the same. You know what I mean? And I think those little small things help with. Your growth and your your the way you feel about yourself mm-hmm. and the way you carry yourself and that like and I have to give Tanya credit. You know she said um, that being the example for who we are can help a lot of other women mm-hmm. because you really never know. You never know. You know, like you you having you doing what you do can inspire so many people. Us just having this conversation. Someone can be struggling and then they can listen to this and go, you know what? I can do this. Right. And that's really what it's about. Mm-hmm. But you have to actually share it and be, and be comfortable with yourself and be comfortable with who you are to be able to do it. But here again, you and I, we have this positive, positive, um, you know, attitude in our life where we can share and possibly help someone else.
3: Right. Right. And it's just showing up to say, hey, give yourself permission to be you. But here's the thing. This is something that you said. And I'm interested in your viewpoint. You said once you came out and you spoke, there was a level of freedom.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I talk about this with Jeremiah as you met my assistant. Uh
2: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at TrinitySchool.org. That's TrinitySchool.org.
5: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime Original Series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply
3: It still seems as though like there's a level of freedom. Like I don't like labels, but it seems as though, you know, uh, and Jeremiah has explained it. There's a, you have to explain a label
4: with a label, even if you don't want to be a label. Correct. Cause I don't have one either. It's just me. Well, What does that mean? It's just, I mean, there is no label. Yes. I mean, I know who I am. And if someone asks me, cause I don't think, you know, I, I think the people who really know me, they know, but I don't think you walk into, ai don't, I don't walk into a room and someone goes, Oh, you're, you know, or, I don't think so. I don't think, I, I, I guess maybe I'm, maybe I give people the benefit of the doubt. But I think that if if I am asked or if I'm attending any type of event or if I'm going somewhere and I don't have to be, I'm not going to be some secret. I'm going to, hey. you know, that's my thing. I am comfortable enough with who I am, who I'm married to, my life, that nothing else matters. And that if you have a problem with it, okay, then I can excuse myself and I'm still going to be good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you don't pay me no mind.
4: You don't pay me no mind. And be like, okay, well, we, you know, you, you it, that's on you. It's not on me. And I think for me, uh, living this part of my life, you know, it's, it's just the best because I just feel like I'm being my true self at this point. There is no secrets at any point in time in whatever I'm doing or it doesn't matter whether it's work, whether it's with my friends, whether it's with my family. I don't really care because I know that this is who I am and I will always just be comfortable with me. And then it, I guess if you were trying to cover up or
3: to pretend to be anyone else, there's a level which you have to constantly keep up with and that's just overexertion
4: and, versus just showing up and saying, hey. Well, no, it ain't, mind you, it's not even going it's, it's, it's to be right because I'm not really being my true self. And I think if you, once you make that decision, you know, um, it's huge. And it was interesting. I was watching Oprah's uh, special on with fathers she mm-hmm. just had right before Father's Day. I think it was the, Okay, it was on own. It. And she had all these men. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Wade was on there. And you know, he has his daughter, Zaya. Zaya. And he was talking about how um that when Zaya came out, they kind of wanted it to be a secret, you know, because they were more protective. In his head, he thought he was protecting her. This is what he said now. And he said, he actually had to sit back and look at himself and realize that I'm not trying to protect Zaya because she's good. Right. I am, I don't want to deal with it. I'm trying to, I don't want to answer the questions. And he said, that's when he started doing research and, and reading and talking to his daughter. He says his daughter made him comfortable to be able to verbalize it and say, this is my daughter mm-hmm. and she's transgender. And this is how we're gonna live, and I'm gonna grab Gabrielle and I are gonna support her, and that's it. It touched my heart. I went, that's what I'm talking about. Cause you see this athlete,
3: macho man, oh. you know, and it's like, you know, whoever knows what the whole locker
4: room talk is and Absolutely. you stand behind
3: your daughter like this. Is, he hey. said, I don't
4: care. Hey, and that's I the don't way give a damn I don't exactly. And 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 I when he was speaking. It was, to, I knew exactly what he was saying, because mm-hmm. if you've experienced it, you know. And I went, that's why he is so loving. And I mean, I could li- literally, I could listen to him, you know, now I see him in such a different light because I actually refereed him and I, you know, I know him, but to hear him talk about his daughter like that, just, it, it just showed me a different side of him and Gabrielle. It just, I went, now that's being an example of a father the way you need to be. Just be supportive of right. your child regardless right. of who they are, what they want to do, whatever decisions they make. You got to support that. And I went, wow, that was huge.
3: So how did you feel about, what were your thoughts on Lil Nas ex video,
4: Montero? You know, I kind of paid attention to it. And I kind of didn't because I really don't get into a lot of the social media. You know, I mean, I I pay attention a little bit, but but I can honestly tell you, I really don't have a huge comment about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I really haven't like got into it or the way I guess maybe I should have or or not. I don't know. I've been you know I get caught up in my own life. That what's <laughs> I have a life. I, I do. don't just I, sit on social media I don't. to watch. You. I can honestly tell you, uh,
3: it's it just it's it just talking about where. Well, what I received from him just talking mm-hmm. about that bravery and even him in the video and a lot of people like, oh, how did you defame this? And how did you do that? And it was just a sense of like, he showed up as if however you want to re- receive him. If you're saying he's going to hell, so he said, hey, let me go to hell. Um, let me live what my life is and you know it's kind of like one of those things like um, maybe back in the day they wore hot pants and we call them Daisy Dudes now it's just however you choose to show who you are but I just thought that was interesting because it takes a lot it does you think about going in high school and you may not even want to come out because you just got your as far as your hair your haircut you got some new bangs and insecure about what people will say or just coming out the gym locker room in a bathing suit because you may not be comfortable with your body and you're talking about the world. Right. And Man, the
4: world is cruel. Hey, what? What? The world is cruel. and What Jay Cole said, it's a cold world. It's a, it really is. And you, you know, you, you actually have to, I think that's where the strength comes in, mm. in each individual because you actually have to know, have your inner strength to say that whatever my obstacles are, I am okay with it. And I'll be okay. And I think that's probably the hardest thing for young kids. And I and I really, I mean, I commend kids today, which is so different than when I was growing up. Because you know now kids, are, they don't care. Oh. school. You know, they the going to the prom, two guys, two girls. They, don't, you know, we could never do nothing like that. It just wasn't even heard of. I think it's wrong. I think you should be able to now come out. But I think that's, it's interesting that you had to say should. You should wait. why why I got to get a permission to I, and and but that's that's just the world. Was, and yeah. and that's just who's controlling everything. I think and the good thing is is slowly but surely, you know, and and you need you need people like a a Dwayne Wade. You yeah. need people you do need people like that because those are those are people that people listen to all the time and they respect. And and not to say that somewhat you shouldn't have to be famous to have a voice, but those are the voices that everybody is listening to. Mm-hmm. So we, you don't have, really have no choice. It should be that it's it. It, it doesn't matter who you are. That people would go. You know what? Yes, be yourself. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. Be who you are. Be comfortable, and it would be okay. But we know in the real in a real world that That's not necessarily the truth. It's not. A,
3: you know, just what you said about knowing who you are. And inside, I, was, uh, I just posted up this clip, but um, in a previous episode, mm-hmm. I had a deja vu. And she was just talking about, uh, she has something called interview coaching. Mm-hmm. And something that I highlighted is that you need to interview even with yourself. An inner view. Mm-hmm. And how you're thinking of like the world and how everybody's against you. It's just the enemy. In a me. And it's almost like, you know, when we come to to embrace that. Who are we really fighting? And we hear it so many times. Your greatest competition is looking right back at you. So then it's like when you get in that moment of discerning which voice is which. Right. And then choosing which one you're going to listen to. Or
4: which one you're going to listen to. There you go. But here again, you know that you can actually, in my opinion, that becomes easier when you are living your true life. Come on, talk because to me. Because if you're living your true life, you're don't. You're not you not going to second guess yourself. I, I can honestly tell you that hey. I really, there is God. no second guessing because this is it. This, this is me. Yeah. And whatever I do, I'm going to do it 150%. I'm going to give it my all. And I'm going to surround myself with people that are good at what they do, that love me, that support what I'm doing. And you go, you just, you roll with it. I think that's that's the one key component where you're able to to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's something that once you make that decision, all the other decisions are really not that complicated.
3: So then what, what do you think? At what
4: point do we lose that?
3: At what point do we decide or subconsciously decide not to be who we
4: are? I think you're a lot of people, this fear. I think it could be you know, for some for some of us, like in my case, a little bit of it was career, you know, I was I was really focusing on my career and I wanted it to go a certain way. And I wanted, you know, I think for me it wasn't that I didn't think it would go a certain way. I really, I didn't want I already had a lot of obstacles when I first got in the NBA. I'm a woman, double whammy. Right. I'm an Afro, Afro well the double whammy is I'm a woman, then I'm an Afro-American woman. Mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian, you know, and I'm going into a man's world. So you look at all of that and I'm going, okay, I got all this negative. I'm not going to put another layer on it myself. Not right now. This is, and this is in the back of my head. Mind
3: you, as you quoted in previous interview, you said the entire world was expecting you to fail. God, no that's doubt. almost like somebody has their hands oh, over your no, no. neck. Oh, You're
4: just strangling. You just, I'm, I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying to hold on to just me. And, I didn't at that point in time. And this was my being logical. I'm thinking, well, the last thing I need to do is come out because now I got that on top of all the other stuff. But here again, timing is everything. And it wasn't like I, I said and had this conscious decision to say, oh, I'm not coming out. I'm not. No, I didn't. It was one of those where no one asked. So I didn't tell.
3: That's nobody really, was wondering why you never brought anybody nope. on a date to all of the.
4: No, t- no, literally, Tanya would show up. No, no, mind you, I wasn't. See, that's what I'm saying. If, oh. if, if literally, if you know, the guys knew who she was. Guy, you know, I I didn't hide that part, but I still hadn't verbally said it. it. So we already know. So you just waiting, like, okay, well, she ain't say nothing. So I, nobody right. asked me. I don't have to tell. <laughs> But you know what? Obviously when I decided to make the decision to get married, then I'm telling everybody. You know, and but I went okay, I guess it's time. You know, and that was those were my choices and you know, it was the right time for me. Do do I wish you know, in a perfect world if I would have did it a lot sooner? Probably. But
3: it, what, what would that have looked like? What would have been the I difference? I have no idea.
4: You know what? Because right, we ain't, I, we I don't can't know. live in the past. No, I just went forward and it was, it was the perfect time and it worked, it turned out to be the best decision for myself. And I think, you know, and I say this to young boy, boys and girls all the time, that you have to make decisions for you. Mm. And if you do that, let the chips fall where they may. You know, and some of it may be good and some of it may be bad. Oh, but I, guess, mm-hmm. I think overall, you're going to be okay. And I look at myself and I'm like, not not only am I okay, I'm doing amazing. Wow. And all you had to do was enroll into who you are. That's it. So do
3: you feel as though that, um, well, I guess if you didn't come out and you said that everyone embraced it, do you feel as though you opened the door for many other people? Did someone else come up to you and say, hey you know, thank you for that. I can come out as I am. Or it wasn't a thing. It was just more so you got married and everyone celebrated you.
4: You know what? I actually have, I have a lot of women. I had a lot of women who actually, that are in the officiating world, actually say, you know what? Thank you. You know, I mean, Don, I've even had women, Afro-American women who officiate because you have to realize when you're a referee, it's a very conservative uh, profession. You know, because you told the line. You're you're about rules and regulations, lines. and stay you, you have to, you know, you got to stay between the lines. You got to dress a certain way. You can't, you know. I've had Afro American women want to talk to me about their hair, like you know, because I've changed my hair. If you look at if you look at my career really from the beginning, like 20, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, if you look at my 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 hair from the beginning of my career till now, it's changed probably. Twenty times, maybe probably more, twenty five times. But I've had women literally want to call me and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm a college referee. You know, I'm gonna, do you think I could, I could wear braids? Or you think I could have my hair dreaded? Or you think I could, you know, wear this type of ponytail?" I said, "Absolutely, you do. What's comfortable for you? Because those, that's how we have to think." Well, you do. You know, we're when it it, took me. I tell people oftentimes
3: it took me a while to get these. Like you, when you met me, I was a ball blonde chick. You understand what I'm saying? Definitely.
4: In more ways than one. For us, it's 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 big. You know, because that's a part of who we are. And if you can, like I tell women, I said, look, I said, I hear where you are. I said, but you know what? Yes, you can do it. Yes, you can. You can. You can have. You know, your uh, your braids. Yes, you can have individuals. Yes, you can have dreads. Mm -hmm. Embrace whoever you are, whatever you want to do. Embrace it. I said, because to go out and be a referee, you have to be comfortable. It's a you know because if you I, what I sure do,
3: about you, how are you gonna be sure about what you saying? If you can't
4: even look in the mirror and say who you sure about seeing, there you go. So you understand exactly oh, wow. what I'm saying. So there's just listen, it's, it's so many different uh, areas where there's growth and development, and and where people where you can just be an example for somebody. I mean, Don, do you really think that I thought about uh, that I was changing my hair that women would notice, and you know, women referees would know, Afro American women, and they go. Oh my God, if Violet can do it, I can too. And I could be and I'll be okay. You know, and no, it was just little things like that that I started it started to opening my eyes because literally for me, I was just being comfortable. Hey. You know, I'm like, well, being an athlete and, and having to work out and run and and we you know how we how yeah. Afro-American women are about their hair. Hello, somebody. Thank you. You with me? That's a whole nother, we That's can go a whole nother conversation, uh, conversation <laughs> about that. So literally for me, those little bitty things where I notice I can be an example to help some other woman in this profession of officiating. Awesome. Mm -hmm. You know what? And I wasn't even thinking at that point in time. I'm just changing. I don't know. I'm I'm doing what I'm comfortable. I
3: would have done research and read. That never crossed my mind that even down to the hair. And so, you know. Just reading and anybody that's Googling the first thing you're thinking of, oh, broke berries is the first female NBA referee. But then think about what comes along with being a female, the different things that you deal with, such as your
4: hair. How about, well, but how about being a, being the first, being a pioneer, being a berry breaker? How about I didn't pay attention to any of that? And I think you and I kind of, we touched on this the last time we talked until. Years after I was in the NBA, I, because that wasn't the objective. The objective was I'm trying to get myself a job. Hello, somebody. I'm trying to take care of my family and my kids. You know, I'm thinking about working in my career and, and being successful. Had no idea. Just like Homegirl, uh, what, Shikari?
3: Yeah. Uh, a track runner. I, I can't think. What's her last name, Jeremiah? The the little lady who just won. She- I want to say Richardson, but I can misconstrue that. But yeah, she just won. She just lost her mother.
4: Right. right? Just the last I, I just saw it this this morning on on the uh, on Sports Center. She a shit. How about that? She See?
3: said not only just thinking about the different adversities, and we can touch on that too, but just about what you're saying, how. Where your focus was. She said, like, even coming up, I think, like, like two years with running track, I guess, on the collegiate level, people are saying, no, you're just a freshman. You're just a junior. Like, you can't do it. Da-da-da-da-da. And she said, hold all up. Hold up, sis. Hold up, bruh. Hold up, whoever you are. Back up. When it comes down to it, it's me mm-hmm. and the clock. Mm-hmm. Don't matter where I came from, what I did. All that matters is all the
4: effort that I'm putting in, and I execute. Yep. I'm fighting against the clock. Hello. I'm not fighting against none of you. And sure enough, when I saw that this morning, when they, when she took off, Yo, it was all about the timer.
3: Yes, we had noticed her hair. Yes, we know
4: your nails. But what we're talking about is the time, baby girl. The time. But you know what? I really, in watching that, after after she ran and she went up in the stands... And she was hugging her grandmother. Oh, God. I was just crying. I was done. <gasps> see, see, for, I totally, when I saw her go up in the stands and was embracing her grandmother, the race was over for me because that's what I felt. I mm-hmm. said, I, girl, that is beautiful. That's what it's about, yeah. Yeah.
3: And it goes along with everything that you're saying that even helped you get to your career, getting to the point right now that support, yes. that moment of embrace, because I don't care if you don't speak English. Right you knew what you saw right and you still felt it because there's nothing that's different from the same thing of which our mother said love is, is
4: love. love over and out. And how about this if we if we're looking at the world with everything that's going on right now, if people did two things hmm. treated their neighbors or other people the way they would want to be treated number 1 and love themselves and give it give it you know and of course share it this world we wouldn't we wouldn't have half the issues we have Hi. right now think about it it's real simple it's not kindness is free that's the problem because that's what we're missing if everyone just stopped stop and just be kind and Say hello and be generous and just love people for who they are and stop looking at the outer appearance or stop looking at what color we are or stop. 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 We would be, f- this world would be a different place. But if we could just treat each other with mutual respect, I'm like, how complicated is that? Mm-hmm. Get, get, you know, if we get out of our own ways and, but we really can't. For um, Well, some of us can't. But for the majority, I think that's why we have all the hatred, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's going on, is because you have all this other stuff piled on top of it when all you have to do is treat people the way you would want to be treated. Right, right. Be kind, be loving, and 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 let the chips fall where they may. Just thinking as you're speaking
3: and talking about Shikari and thinking about how you're breaking barriers, the thing that I look at that's just the common threat that I see is that you guys were focused on yourself. And I talk about this on mm. the Vitamin D podcast. It's the tagline. It, it you is. You are your greatest asset. You are. You are the thing. You are the shiz nails. You are the foundation.
4: V- so true. But you know what? With all that though, mm. and I don't disagree with you, when it comes to being who you want to be, getting where you want to get to, you still have to do the work. Well, okay, so what does the work look like? No, what well, it it, it it depends. It can change. Mm. My work may be different than yours because it's an individual thing. Yeah. And see, again, that's where, that's where most of us can't find it. And that's the issue, too, because we're so busy trying to ask somebody
3: else how to live our own there you go. Comics? You better speak. What did I tell you on vitamin D? Did didn't tell you we unravel and I discovered things too? Here I am asking her what it looks like, Dawn. What does it look like to you? Well, for me, again, I found mine. Right, right. I'm just saying to you, for that's me, been Dawn, like,
4: what at, does it look like to you, or to you that's listening or watching? Right, exactly. Because that's that's a huge component, and and most people, you know, I think having like your podcast, which is wonderful, because. Things that we talk about or things you talk about with some other celebrity or some other person can help, can trigger, can open up. Can shed some light. Shed some light hey. for someone. Because all you, mind you, one person at a time. What? That's it. You, you say ain't five. asking for it. No, you, you're good. If you just, if, if every podcast you could hit one heart, you've done your job. Hey. Just one. You know, you make it two or three, you make it five, you make it 10, who knows? But someone's going to listen and someone's going to be able to relate Mm -hmm. to you and I right now. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a beautiful thing. And isn't just, that what we're doing on this earth? Well, are
3: we here to relate and to experience, one, to have an exchange? Absolutely. And in that relationship of relating, we create this relationship where that love is exchanged. And it was something that you said earlier on, and you talked about how things come in a full circle. And I think it was talking about timing. But the thing that's so beautiful about a circle is that when it keeps on moving, there's no definitive start or finish.
4: No. It's just And it's going to keep going. going because going. you look at the two of us. We're still growing. Yes. We're still learning. We're still trying to better ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to, to, to shed love. I mean, you know, all, it, it doesn't stop. And that's, that's the circle. Perhaps that's what it is. Perhaps,
3: you know, like when we have um, some sort of anxiety or angst about, you know, what we should subscribe to or the things that we do, because we're thinking about a finite moment. Mm-hmm. As in, like Michael Jackson saying, this is it. But who's to say that this is it? This is just right now. It's just the start. And honestly, right now is all that we can really, truly bank on.
4: Right. That's all we really need right now. Because that's the
3: gift in the That present. is the gift.
4: We're not worried about, you know, tomorrow, tonight.
5: Visit ParamountPlus.com/slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer Ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.
0: Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
1: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
4: Who present. we are, just being present, you know? And it's funny, most people don't even know what that means. Like, just mm-hmm. be, be present. Because
3: we're trying to escape, constantly looking at other people, people. And it's like, you know, use it as a source of of inspiration, but, you know, up-leveling your level of discernment to know what is your lane and what is your life to live in that. Correct. Or be of that.
4: Right. I so true. So true.
3: And I guess I just hope that, you know, a lot of people realize is that, You don't have to wait for someone else to define you. You don't have to wait for somebody to create your lane. We are living beings that create life and that life can look like a career. That life can look like a piece of art. It can look like your favorite song or a piece of poetry. Just create and to know that in this creation process isn't it so freaking interesting how we can understand an abstract portrait but can't even understand our damn selves? Girl stop. What? Yes. That is so true It don't even make sense But you can stand there And be like Oh, oh I see this... the color The emotion The view what about I, I see, I see you? how
4: she felt Or how he felt when he, when, he, when he painted it But I'm like No 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 no
3: How do you feel How did you feel That moment you had to Step into your truth Right That moment that you said I'm not subscribing to this label That moment that you Stepped out there and You said I'm about to be The first female NBA referee That had to take a lot Because who were you looking at to know that you were possible, Violet?
4: You know, um, to be honest, probably my parents, because there's nobody else had ever done it. You know, I was just I'm I'm kind of going through blindly, not knowing. All I knew was I understood officiating, I loved it, I had the passion for it. I was an, I was an athlete, so I'm like, okay, if you think I can't get up in the floor, up and down the floor with these fellas, <laughs> these big, you know, these NBA guys, gangster, uh, I'm gonna do it. So. It was almost like fuel mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I, I don't Fuel's know. So it flame. was my fuel. Exactly. Because clearly you were burning trails, baby. No. And Slide I wasn't stopping. I was like, you know what? If you think, and I even said this I in one of my other interviews, I said, you know what? How about this? I said, maybe the NBA, maybe they didn't know what they were going to do when they brought the women in. I said, but you know what? They made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> because... I was there to stay. Hello. I was gonna make it, and sure enough, again, you already know we're very powerful. Hello. We set our minds to things. You can do anything. You, if you're passionate about something, mm-hmm.
3: you can do it. And, and I, it's. A, I was just reading something. Somebody posted of something like um, how the difference between passion and, and emotion. Like emotion, you can feel in that moment, but
4: passion is uncontrollable. You can't control no. it. You, you can't just, even. You, you just contain gotta go do it. it. Yeah, and you, you just, just gotta go for it. Do right. And it's you're funny that you say that because, I think with me and I, and and my officials say this to me all the time. They go, "You can motivate us to do anything," and I'm like, "Why? How?" They go, "I don't know. For some reason, when you talk and you're in front of the room, we believe you. Hey. But you, be- you know what they they and I'm finding out, like just you and I having this conversation." They believe me because... Believe yourself. I believe myself.
3: Catch it. Catch it. Vitamin D with Darn Day. Catch it. Read all about it. It's on the front page.
4: Girl, you better let them know.
3: Hey. I
4: love it. Well, you know, and it's funny. I, and I get all, you know, things, to, you know, things are said to me and and it, it almost have like a flashback just sitting here talking to you because when you've experienced so many different things, things tie together. And we don't even realize how they tie together. We are the beautiful picture. We are the beautiful picture. We're
3: turning everything negative into a positive. positive. That's the vision of it. You know, I always tell people all the time, I said, what allows a diamond to shine? are the multitudes of cuts that have been placed within it.
4: And and they're all in it. The pressure
3: and all these imperfections. But guess what? Just like you said, you decided to believe in yourself. Decided to have that interview with the enemy. And you said, let me step forward in the light. Guess what? Boom, the light hit. And just when you thought, because maybe I wasn't outspoken or maybe somebody had criticized for my sexuality or maybe because I stood out there and did my hair, that light just started bouncing off. And then people started looking at you like, oh my God.
4: There we go. That's violent. Oh, that means I could do it. See? See? If she could do it, I can do it. Or if, you know, she did it, I, it's a possibility for me and, my, and whatever I'm doing. And, and again, yeah, we're talking about officiating, but it really it's doesn't matter. It's way bigger because it doesn't, it, we, this goes for anything that anyone is trying to do, mm-hmm. period. Period.
3: And the thing that also that I think is so key, that's so key that I want to make sure that people catch it is that none of this would have been possible if you didn't embrace who you are.
4: So true. You know, I (laughs) think that's... This wouldn't even be a conversation. No, it wouldn't. Because when you are your authentic self, nothing else matters.
3: It does. Because you know the truth by the way it feels. Yeah. That was in D.R.E. And... I don't have anything to subscribe to or meet the measurement to because I am the line.
4: Right. I am the bar. Absolutely. And I decided to meet it. I meet it. And it's funny when when you when you call, if we talk, we've had our talks, and I I can always go back to Don that that (laughs) night when we were together and I said, I think when you call me and I said, you better do it. (laughs) And you say, I need to have you on. Okay. Thank you me. better do it I because you do, you're doing it every day every day and that is be- that is wonderful because again you had this vision you have this dream and here you are. Here I am. See?
3: <laughs> and here's the thing, like people be talking about the vision. I think maybe the the thing that people stop on their dreams and just feeling like themselves. self, like I said, fi- trying to figure out what the picture is going to look like mm-hmm. and just forgetting the process of development. Mm-hmm. Even the picture had to be in a dark moment Absolutely. to grow just like that seed in the ground, to grow, to get your nutrients, Absolutely. to get everything that you are. So then when it's time to position yourself, to blossom, to bloom, oh my, the beauty in it. And it's it's that thing that you say, you didn't know exactly what. When I was under the comforter in New York with my USB microphone, uh-huh. I didn't know that the process was going to hear, but I knew what vitamin D was going to be because it was the passion.
4: Absolutely.
3: Because I can't tell you how many times and different obstacles have come my way, even just releasing my job working with Steve Harvey Morning Show. Because and I'm sure I that was do- scary for you.
4: What you say? Oh, I know. Oh, no. What you that say? That was very, very scary. And I,
3: I, you know, I got a little frustrated with myself because, you know, here I am. I didn't lived in New York. I'm mm-hmm. from Detroit. So it was nothing for me to just get up and move into D.C. to go to Howard. And ooh, I didn't know what happened when I got to New York, but I was there. Right. Even down to coming to L.A. Do you know, I, I came to visit and I knew I wanted to be here because of um, entertainment, like the voiceovers, the acting, the hosting, all that kind of stuff. Love it. Um, but the the drive, that said, mm, I wasn't working. And I said, I wanted to live somewhere with palm trees. I ain't mad, And they right here. What? And And just because I decided to put one foot in
4: front of the other. And oh you God. know what? But how about this? You never said that you didn't have stumbling blocks. That's what I did not, not say. You never said it wasn't difficult. That's what I did not you say. You never said you didn't have disappointment. Catch it. You See, I'm listening. You never said any of those things. Mm-hmm. But that never stopped you.
3: Never. And in, in, in- even in my frustration of l- deciding to leave the Steve Harvey Morning Show, I got upset with myself because I said, "Dawn, when have you ever felt that you want gangster? See? That you needed somebody else to attach on to do to to do you?" Mm-mm. But if I hadn't stepped away from that, we wouldn't even be right
4: here. No, we would not.
3: I, it wouldn't even came an opportunity to say hey. Can I get the studio for my podcast? And it's something when you can believe in yourself that much. That same notion of you're saying that you give permission to other people to believe in themselves. You're an example. Hey, and here's the thing. Even going back to what you said with the scripture of treating your neighbor how you treat yourself. And if you can learn to love yourself and to walk, you understand what it takes. Right. You understand what it means to have a dream, to have a voice, to exist, to be received, to be loved. It's almost like if I feel this and it feels good, why wouldn't I want to give
4: it to you? You have to see that. That's the thing. That's why I tell people. I go, I am, I am here to be an example. And I say this to my uh, my officials, and they they just go, man. I go. I am here to be an example. I am here to support. But you know what? You have to do the work. I can't do that for you. I've already done mine. <laughs> I got mine. I tell them all the time. I said, I got mine. I'm going to try to help you. I'm going to try to help all of you get yours to wherever mm-hmm. you need, wherever you're trying to get to. I've already been to the top. And I say, once you get to the top, there's only one direction you can go. What's that? That's it. Once you, when you. Wait, what the, the, does that mean? No, no. I mean, it's not bad though. See, and this is the thing. When you're moving up a ladder, Don, and everybody has their time. When you're moving up that ladder and you get to the top of whatever career, whatever aspirations, wherever you're trying to go, there's only one direction you can go once you get there. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when you make it mm-hmm. is you got to come down the other side. Mm. And when you come down the other side, now we look at how have you treated people? How you been? What type of person are you? Because when you're going this other direction, things are still good for you.
3: And it doesn't mean it's less than down
4: because maybe you got to go up somewhere else. This is true. Hey. You, you, something else may come in your path, but it's how how you treated mm-hmm. people on that on that climb. Because when you're going on, when you're now on the other side, on the other side, those same people are still there. So again, if you were not a good person, stepped over people, treated people, you know, uh, not kind, whatever it may be, not professional. What You got a problem. And that's why I go, I go, no, 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 no. One thing I tell you, and this is a good example because I went the NBA, refereed my 20 years. Wow. I came from the NCAA, Women's College Basketball. When I got finished with the NBA, and my career, my officiating career was over. I came right on back over to the NCAA on the, you know, in the women's officiating, which I'm doing now because I treated, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't burn any bridges. I treated people with kindness. I was always still supportive. So of course, once I went through, you know, took my, my, my ladder up and now I wanted to make another transition. They were open arms like, oh my God, this is what we need. Yes, please come. And here I am. Amen. So it, you know, so it's like it's 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 like my career, my career didn't it didn't stop. Yeah, it just kind of changed a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's actually I feel it's more rewarding being on this side because now I'm able to really teach referees, support referees, watch them prosper, watch them grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like when I get to the NCAA and at the Final Fours and my referees out there working, I feel like a proud mother. I mean, seriously, and I say this all the time. I go, you know what, Lord, If how about this? If you allowed me to have the career that I had and now I can supervise and teach and mentor and train and share mm-hmm. all the knowledge and my passion that I have had in my life, in my career, and I can now give it to give someone it to else. someone else so they they can see that they are a possible absolutely
3: so. How has that been, as far as I shouldn't say holding that weight, but being that example for women coming in the business? Because there's a lot of things where people are told to humble yourselves, or oh, a lady doesn't act like that, or this is part of the boys' club. Like, w- what wasn't inside of you that said, "Hey, I need to be that for these young people"?
4: Because I'm wondering who was that for you? You know, being the first. I can honestly say it's my parents. Yeah. I think I was I yeah. was raised. Um, my mom and dad were always extremely supportive on whatever, whatever we wanted to do. And it wasn't just me. It's my, my brother, my sisters, my nephew. It, it really didn't matter. Yeah. And I think for me, having that close-knit family support, I was never afraid. I, we were always told, you know what? You do anything. smart. You can do anything. You know what? Just be a good person. Treat people with kindness. Treat people with love and respect and let the chips fall. And I think for me, that has been kind of my just core values in whatever I do. And mm. it, it, really, it really doesn't matter. And I mm. think that has been the one true component to my life that um, I look at now and go, I am doing exactly what I was suppo- what I'm, what I should be doing.
3: Oh, wow! Well, you know how many people can't say that?
4: No, I know it's a lot of people can't. I, 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 I really can. I am truly living. Uh, I can't even say my best life because it is always good. I, it's not my best. Mm-hmm. It, it is my life, period, and it's amazing. Right?
3: We—that's that, that, just interesting. What <laughs> you just said right there. We, we get in this situation trying to label what's the best moment. It's just all of you. Are, it's, it's, it's all of it. Everything. Embrace every little bit of it. Everything. No matter where it can stop. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what would you say to whether, uh, you know, a queer athlete, are referees consider athletes as We well? are. Because y'all yes. be running. We're athletes. Y'all mm-hmm. be getting out there again. Okay. What would you say as some advice for a queer athlete that's looking to come out?
4: Or what would, you, what would you say to them? Anybody, athlete or not, what would you say? I would say that, you know what? It's... Everybody's time is different, mm-hmm. um, and it's up to each individual person. I said, but I and I would just share my story mm-hmm. if they, you know, if they wanted to hear, testimony, you know, huh? my own testimony and what I went through, and just share that coming out just get, it just relieves so much pressure. Oh, I think, and then it allowed me to be able to. Now talk about my life, because when you're around professionals and, and you, you're around people that you work with and, and you're not able to be your true, authentic self, you're holding something back. It's like, yeah, you got it. You, you are restricted. We know what happens with even aneurysms, heart attacks. Thank you. All of it. And I think once for myself, once I released all that, <sighs> duh, nothing else mattered. It was about being me. I'm here, D'Angelo. Nothing it, even matters at no, all. Go ahead. Oopsie, there. I, girl, you, you got a good one for everything. Right. But but really, and it it really, it's not like some big epiphany or, or nothing like that. It's just that you you actually now feel free. To be able to just be who you are. Free at last. Free Free at last. last. Thank God Almighty. See there? You you know. I don't want to bring me going off. No. But but literally for me, that's really what it did for me. Go ahead
3: and free yourself.
4: It did. And it it just opened up so many different things and good feelings and 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 talking with different people. I go, man, this is this is good. You know, and I'm sure for some people, maybe their experiences may be a little different. But here again, I'm looking at me Mm -hmm. and I look at what you give out is what you get back. And literally for me, that's really how it's it's not that complicated for me. You know,
3: it's it's pretty easy. Wow. Well, you definitely inspired me because I can just think of just different things in my life that, you know, uh, like you said, being in the business, like, oh, should I not be drinking this? Do I not take a picture with this? Oh, if I smoke something, I see that. Oh, if I like this person, does it mean... You know, it's just, just be done. So just be done. That's it. And that's why I, I try to keep it clear. Because <laughs> I said, I'm going to be bigger an
4: Oprah. This
3: oh. vitamin D is about to change the world. You better do it, girl. And... Just because we're talking about some inspiration, I'm still Dawn. So don't get the message confused with the messenger. I love it. Don't try to subscribe me and say I'm not going to curse. I'm not going to do that because that's not what it's about. No. It's about me just showing up and it just it's taking and I'm still in the process of figuring out if I want to say in my lines or in my bounds of mm-hmm. where I am and where I like to play. Mm-hmm. And if I'm playing in the paint today, I'm playing in the paint. Okay. And you could do that. Mm-hmm. And
4: that but mind you, this is you. Hey. And that you're being your authentic self. And as long as you do that, this is going to thrive as it's doing, hey. as we're sitting Amen.
3: here. Amen. Amen.
4: Okay, so I thought of a little game. <laughs> we got a this game? <laughs> Uh-oh. I was like, how
3: can we merge both worlds of being inspiring and then basketball? So, this is the first time I've implemented this. This right here. <gasps> Jeremiah and I are still working on the name of it. Okay. This could be the vitamin chest, the Vita-Box. Anyway, you never know what you're going to get in the here. The brown box. The brown box. <laughs> hey, get your nutrients here. <laughs> Salt, pepper, ketchup, pick it up. It's like, no. Oh, <laughs> in here, I, uh, I put some terms in here in this chest and what I want you to do, these are basketball terms so it's nothing that you haven't heard, okay? Oh, okay. But the twist that we're going to do is that I want you to give me um, related to something inspirational with life. Ooh, okay and if you, I'm gonna have you pull one if you get stuck I'll pull one and then I'll tell you how I can relate it to something inspiring oh, okay okay All right. we're opening the box oh the box is open okay <laughs> mix it up go ahead Oh look it. in the no, box little little things in here uh huh okay. okay okay open it up she's opening what does it say Alley-oop. And I knew you were going to pick that. I promised to God. I no, said, I promised to God, I said it in my head. I promise you. I promise you. But go ahead.
4: Well, you know what? Alley-oop in the basketball term is when you throw the ball up to the rim and you throw it like I'm throwing it to Jeremiah and he actually just catches it and he dunks it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the alley-oop. And I think if I think about alley-oop and just something that I can relate to, life, is that when you do an alley-oop, you got to (laughs) jump. And I think for a lot of us, we're afraid to just have that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your training. You have to entrust, you know, how you were raised. You have to entrust your values. And you take all of that and you just jump Mm. and Follow your heart, your passion, your dream, and you go for it. And that's what I got out of Alley Oot. Gosh, that was so good. Jeremiah, that was good, wasn't it? That was pretty nice. <laughs> that was. Do you
3: want to do another one? If you want okay, to. Okay, why not? Something? Just because I'm curious. We're learning. Yeah, one more. One more. I, look, <laughs> I, you said it's the first time you pulled it out. It's <laughs> the first time. I've been, like, look,
4: it ain't the first time. I, <laughs> I'm the first at something. Hello, somebody. Here we go. Recognize it. Let's see what we got. Ooh, this one is carry. Mm. Interesting. And carry it in, in, a, in the basketball term is that you uh, when you're dribbling, right, you can't take your hand underneath the ball and then take it back because that's a violation.
3: I thought so, carrying is when you move two steps and you didn't dribble the that's ball. traveling.
4: So care well, and actually they're both a violations though. So they're very oh. similar, but this particular one is holding the when you you have to dribble like this, right? And if a if a player literally trying to make his move or she's trying to make her move and they they take their palm and they hold it for a second and then go again, that's the violation because that's an illegal dribble. Mm-hmm. So when I think of carrying and I think of just life, is that it's a violation. And that in life, you have to know where your boundaries are and the things that you can do that can get you in trouble and the things that you can do that are safe, that are clean. And I think when I think of carry, that's what I look at. I said, you know, for, I would say to a young kid, I said, look, you know what? You have to be careful about you who your with. friends? You have to be careful about who you're hanging around. You have to be careful about your surroundings because you can be real innocent and you end up with the wrong violation and you end up in the wrong place. Mm. So that was just off the top of my head.
3: Okay, because just because we got to do three. One, the last oh, one. You know. Last let's, let's, one, because it was so and, good. And Jeremiah's, over, and Jeremiah's like, ooh, this is
4: good. Right? <laughs> okay. Do one more. This is really amazing. Wow. Okay. Ooh, pass. Mm. Okay, this one's, I think everybody kind of probably really would know what this one is, is that, of course, obviously we dribble. And once you pick the ball up, you cannot dribble it again. You actually have to pass Ooh, it, once you've, mm-hmm. pass or shoot, or this would be a violation as well. So in looking at just thinking about pass and, and just life is that, For me personally, I would look at this and go, I would never want any opportunity in my life to pass me by. So I would make sure that I've done the work. I would make sure that I prepared myself. I would make sure that I am physically ready, mentally, physically to do whatever it is I need to do because I know that when that opportunity presents itself to me, it will not pass me by. Love your work.
3: On and off the court. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> that was fun. That was Yeah, that just came up. Jeremiah was like, yeah, we should do something with terms. And then I was like, okay, let me infiltrate that. I'm telling you, he's amazing. Awesome. Um, So thank you for that. I don't know what I expected the second time around, like how it was going to be different, but this was amazing. It was everything that I feel that it was supposed to be.
4: You know what's so awesome that I think I enjoyed even more is that It was nothing like the first one. That was awesome. I mean, you know, and I guess that's what is, that's the way it's supposed to be. That our first one, this one was just so different, but it was awesome.
3: (laughs) Right, right. And something was still, you know, received. And I think people are just seeing another layer of who Queen V is. Why you are the queen of your
4: court. Oh, you know what? Thank you so much. That was well, thank you. And I, I... Again, it's you because you. We just sit here and we just talk. Yes, so and it's find you each other,
3: Queen. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. So I would ask you what your dose of vitamin D is, but I feel as though you got some. You've left it, you know. I You've made definitely my mark. <laughs> hello it's like Beyonce say I was here Mm. I lived (laughs) I learned I love it I did everything I imagined anyway so if someone has heard you which the world has and they just want to follow you tell us you know what you have going on that they can check you out with where they can follow you on social media
4: well obviously you know um, my Instagram I'm NBA underscore lashes and you can you know I, I you can follow me um I think everything is kind of on there. I am in the process right now. I'm working on my uh, my website uh, to kind of get my my motivational speaking going because that's the one part I'm I'm gonna start trying to work on my foundation. Oh, uh, wow. Violet Palmer, the game changer. Hello, somebody. Yeah. So uh, just a, just a few other things to add to what I'm doing. You know, in officiating and supervising and all that thing. So that'll kind of be my 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 the other part of the new me hey
3: oh my gosh well I love it and I receive it and I, I just hope that everyone else um understands the magnitude of all what you had to say well I you hope know? so
4: too thank you because love me. is love absolutely black and proud you said it live I, you know what I guess I was supposed to wear this today long, because somebody? we just you know what we took everything started from my from my shirt from the moment you I said <laughs> well hello shirt oh thank you And I just wore, I just, I was like, oh,
3: but what you did was you felt you wanted to wear what made you feel good. You know what? And started a whole other thing. You probably some lives today. I hope
4: so. I really do. Oh man, thank you. You're more than welcome.
3: Well, you heard it right here. NBA's first female referee while many of the barriers that have been discussed before have been talked about what's happened literally on the court but I'm telling you after this conversation just learning and understanding and seeing how many barriers were broken off the court and really understanding how the foundation and what it stemmed from is love may we get to the point that we learn to love ourselves and that is going to entail for us to see ourselves and to truly see to really get an inner view as to to who you are because when you show up as you are you give yourself permission to be who you are as you are right now because you are who you are so let it be something that inspires you let it be something that carries you on your way and do not pass on the opportunity to alley oop to your wildest dreams catch it. And in the meantime, in between time, if you would like to uh, stay abreast of what I have going on, if you would like to get some more inspiration in your life, I want to encourage you to follow me at Dawn Day Speaks on all social media, okay? And also, this interview is going to be up on the YouTube channel, so make sure you check it out at Dawn Day Speaks so you can get a visual of all what's going on. And also, if you're enjoying this, if you've been inspired, if you feel compelled and you want to shout it out loud, make sure you tell your friends to tell their friends to tell them and their friends about the podcast, okay? Because vitamin D is going global, okay? I'm in the business of making dreams come true and I'm certainly not forgetting about mine. Can you support me? I appreciate you. So follow me. I'm going to be there. You know, we do this every week, all the time, around the time, because now is the best time. And um, I want you to always remember that you are your greatest asset.
2: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.